Lakers show of choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show, and this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tint. For your home, car, and business window tinting needs, vehicle wrap needs. That's right, vehicle wrap. You may be asking yourself, Clay, what is a vehicle wrap? It's a, a vinyl wrap on your vehicle. It can be a solid color, a unique color. It can be the matte blacks and matte finishes that you see that are so popular nowadays. Or if you got something to promote, like a business, or you're a politician, you know, running for election or re-election, turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. Door magnets are so yesteryear. Make the investment. Get your get your vehicle turned into a rolling billboard with your business on it. And Lakeland Glass and Tent can do all of that. Start online. It's the best place for you. LakelandGlassandTent.com. You can schedule all your window tinting and windshield replacement stuff there. I'm not sure about the vehicle wrap stuff, but you, you can still start the journey there, and they'll get in touch with you. If you don't remember the phone number, it's 601-946-1000. But, again, all your automotive glass needs, windshields, etc. all of your home, car, and business window tinting needs. That's right. They will come to you and tint your home and business. They're not going to come to you and tint your car. You're going to have to take it to the to the shop there. They don't do the mobile tent stuff anymore, I believe. And then they got the vehicle wrap stuff. And also, they're now doing ceramic coating and paint correction. I went over there and spent some time with them uh, doing some stuff the other day. And look, they it's all it's all top notch, all of it. Jason don't run it no other way. It is a top flight, top notch operation. Two locations: the Lakeland Drive location is for your windshield repairs. And replacement, the Flowood Drive location right over there across from the River Oaks ER is your place for the window tent and vehicle wraps. So shout out to all those guys, man. I know we've got a lot of listeners over there. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for what you do. And uh, y'all break bread with them. Sean. Yeah, I'm just over here shoveling coal, man. <laughs> keep, this, keep this train rolling. Hey, so we were, we were going to hit the... Jacksonville stuff, and we we can get back to that in just a second. I did sure. see. Have you looked into this thing about Lynn Fitch trying to? She's appealing the ruling from the Fifth Circuit on the lifetime ban of felons. I saw you voting. posted it like last week, maybe or something. And uh, I haven't read it yet, but I saw that you had actually I think put it on Instagram or something. I mean, we had some we had some conservative on conservative civil war in the comments. Really, I bet so. I bet I really bet so. It's a very conflicted deal, yeah. and and just as I've gotten older. I have turned on this a lot. You know, I used mm-hmm. to just think, ironically, for a guy who was out there not living his best life, you know, I used to be even more adamant about it than I am. I used to be, well, you don't want to, you don't want to lose your voting rights. Don't, don't commit any felonies. But here's what's changed, in my opinion. A, I don't trust the legal system. Mm-hmm. You know, at all, the judicial system. B, so many things are felons now. Yeah, and when, like when this was written. When, when this law, when this old lose your voting rights, man, I would have to assume similar to the similar to the uh, the, the same argument that liberals like to make about the the Second Amendment. Well, they weren't machine guns. They weren't talking about machine guns. You know, it, it it's very similar to me in the fact that I think it was written for rapists and murderers and violent violent criminals. Now, so much is felony. So much stuff you can do online is a felony. There's just so many things. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes in what you're saying. You know, and I don't think that you know some of these. I don't think justify you losing your voting and firearm rights. We'll stick with voting since that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. I, I think there needs to be a path to reentry. You know, the problem to me, I think that goes 
it goes to this to me, and I always thought this for all the years I was, you know, over there working on Pascagoula Street. We don't care about rehabilitation. We don't. We don't. Mm-mm. Like we do. We do. There's oh, we've got this program, this program, but we really don't. Like, and what we care about is, you know, throwing somebody away, and then saying that's a deterrent to crime, which it ends up most of the time not being one, right? And then well, when they the, get I out, think the the fear of being thrown away is the deterrent to crime, and I think that's done through good policing. Sure, I mean, I think if like you're worried about getting caught, right? Yeah. It's that's the problem. But we're, we're focused on. We've always been focused on punishment. That's and and that's just not just Mississippi. I think that's the you know, country as a whole, and we. So these guys go to jail, and they get out, and we have absolutely no plan for them. And then you want to say, well, you can't vote again. So voting is one of the most fundamental things in our society. Like trying – if you're going to rehabilitate a guy – I've met so many. I know you have two prior convicted felons that are good people, that are working. They're trying to be back in society. And then you're going to try to put a scarlet letter on them forever. And I think that's just wrong, and it just shows you that we don't care about that. We, we care about being tough. Like we want to be tough on crime, but when but these are people, are, members of our family, our friends, and like we can't, you know, we have to come up with a way. Once somebody's paid their debt, to society, how to how to indoctrinate them back into society. And voting to me is one of the most crucial ways to do that. Well, that that and um, what's it called? Reprimanded to the file, like a felon. Remanded, remanded. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, it's there, but it's not there. It's, it's it's there, it, it, you know. So if they get a second one, it, then it, this, uh, that, mm-hmm. it, that will be their second one. But right now, it doesn't show up as a first one. You can non adjudicate it. That's a lot of times, like when you go, yeah. a lot of drug crimes are done that way. Um, you, know, you can do non adjudicated kind of probation, and there's just, there's many avenues on a first offense that you can do that where yeah. they wouldn't even have a felony at the fir- in the first place. But I'm talking about the people that actually got a felony. Yeah, you know, like somebody like Polo. Look at Polo here, right? Polo yeah. had like a drug charge from the. 90s, 90s yeah. I think you know. I mean, and to me, that's something that could have been you know, taken care of. I don't know. You could get a, maybe he would have become a better man had he not had that felony still on his record. I don't know that. Sure. But my point is that you know we we don't care about rehabilitating prior convicted felons. We just we don't. But we'll you'll hear a lot of people talk about it and say we care, but we don't. And that's sad. And I think that there needs to be. And I'm glad that y'all side are actually looking at this too. And you know, I'm gonna give Donald Trump credit for that too. A lot of that because. He passed, you know, all that criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. and I think that was like the first time I felt like I saw a conservative administration focus on this issue. Like this is a big issue to all of us that we need, you know. And so I, it's like it's nice to see both sides of the aisle kind of saying this is something we need to attack. How do we do that? And um, Lynn Finch by doing this is hurting that effort. In my, I'm with you on this. Like it's hurting that effort. Like I don't know why she just. I mean, the Fifth Circuit is the most conservative circuit in the country, and they're saying let's get rid of this. So. I think there's a, and we, we, we looked at these numbers on the show not too long ago, last time we talked about this. Mm. I think there's a myth within conservative circles that more Democrats will, that with felons are allowed to vote, that automatically means more votes for Democrats. And we broke that down a few weeks ago. Remember that there yeah. was. And we just, we strictly just broke it down by race because it ain't like we know how many Democrats versus Republicans truly there are. Yeah, right. You know, out we there just in the felony white. world. Mm-hmm. But. But, you know, there was, there's more white people in jail than there are black people. Yeah. You know, if we're just going to break it down, assuming that all blacks are Democrats mm-hmm. or, and all whites are, are uh, Republican, which we know that's not the case. But just for simple sure. jailhouse math here, um, and, and the numbers are surprisingly um, tilted. Yeah. I mean, they you know, so there's more white people in jail. There's more white people in the country. Yeah. That's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And so they would get their rights back to, you know, presumably if they voted Republican. So I think it's, yeah, it's kind of a misnomer that it's all going to be just more Democratic votes. we got a ton of convicted felons in this country, but majority of them are white and, um, you know, likelihood they'll vote Republican. So, I mean, I just think it, it, regardless of how you vote, too, 
it's just the right thing to do. Like, let's, you know what I mean? It's just the right thing to do. Well, and look, here's my thing. And I say this also. I'm obviously not talking about violent criminals. Sure, sure. You know, I'm talking about these these kind of petty drug charges, these white collar kind of cases. Broke into a car. You did something like, I mean, those kinds of stupid things. Yeah, you know, because literally, what is, uh, what is, there's a, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, it's. Grand larceny, larceny versus grand larceny. Mm-hmm. Well, that can be a ten dollars swing. Is the difference in you having a misdemeanor or a felony? Yeah, they changed all that in twenty fourteen. I actually forget. It used to be just a certain level, five hundred dollars. Yeah, and it used to be, and then they upped that. I think to like a thousand. I yeah. think I think it's a thousand now. But they had changed the whole law on that, which they did some good work in twenty fourteen changing because we were back under the old kind of what you would call. I mean, the truth in sentencing laws in the 90s, which were like the reaction from the crack epidemic of the 1980s. So everybody – so we had all these pretty draconian laws in sentencing in the 1980s. Like, you know, before I think 1995, you could get convicted of murder and you were parole eligible after like 10 years. Like it was – but then after 1995, they got rid of that. You can't – that was not – you were not parole eligible to murder. And um, But before that, you know, we had just different – then they realized, hey, wait, these prisons are just overflowing with people. What do we do? We got we, – and even Mississippi is like looking at how many people we got in prison. We got to try to fix that. And so in 2014, they did uh, change that up quite a bit, so, and which is – I thought was a really good thing. And uh, I still think we got a lot more work to do, though, yeah. on that. And Well, and one of the things I looked at too, Sean, is how many people does, – does a mistake at 18, 19 years old, uh, again, a nonviolent felony, something breaking in a car, whatever – Something you did at 18 years old, does that really have to follow you your whole life? And I know currently it does, and that's the, that's life in the big city. Yeah. I'm just saying, sh- should it? I, you no, know, I don't think so. I never did. I mean. You know, now you get into second and third uh, offenses, habitual offender status, different story. Yeah. But, you know, I think that, that first one, there needs to be some leeway there. I mean, you know, we used to have this kind of saying in the DA's office, being the guys, it was a uh, Sometimes you see a young person commit a murder, and we're like, at that point, you cross Rubicon, man. I mean, sure. that's you're, you know, we can't do anything for you. But I do, and you know, a lot of times we'd say, also, we're not social workers here because once against us, you know, we're not supposed yeah. to. But in a way, you kind of got to be a little bit too, yeah. I think. And a lot of times, I remember I, a few of the public defenders, we would, uh, I'd try to get folks that were charged with certain these kinds of felonies, and of course, I'm, you know, I'm passionate about the Marine Corps, so I try to get them in the Marine Corps. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, this is a 18 year old kid. He broke into a car. Let's get them in the military. Let's do, you know, I think we need to focus on things like that as much as we can. And it's not, you know, I'm saying it's always easy to do, but um, we, we definitely don't do that. It, we turn it into like a sausage factory, and that's wrong. Yeah, all right. Hold that thought. We'll be right back to close out the first hour on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkaran. Back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. We got about 40 seconds before the top of the hour news break. I hope you guys will join us on the other side. Look, this, uh, this is a passionate conversation on this felons getting their voting rights back. And I, I get it, but I think there needs to be a path. I'm sorry. You know, I, th- I don't want to see somebody's life get ruined over some dumb stuff they did as a kid. You know, I don't think they were suggesting that people were just on the way home from church and broke into a car for ice cream money either. I think young kids do dumb stuff. You know, I could sit here with a laundry list of the dumb things I did that were, could be considered felonies that had zero financial benefit. Uh, it was strictly just being dumb kids. And so I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that I think other young kids do a lot of the same kind of stuff. And I don't know, they should be straddled with a felony forever because they got drunk, ran around, uh, not based, not, uh, 
mailboxes off of baseball bats or anything else. All right, we'll be back after this <laughs> on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM, WYAB. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at ClayEdwardsShow.com for shirts and more. Peace.